Hello. How are you doing today? Oh, man. Those are two keepers. Yeah. We're keeping those. This is going to be in the final version. Yeah. We do like two or three of these um, episodes. Well, and that's why it takes so long. Well, the main thing is, is we have to spend a lot of time cutting out um, some of the anti-Semitic stuff that you say <laughs> when you go off script at the top of the show. One of these times, somebody's going to like listen to this for the first time, and they're going to be they're going to think that one of us is serious when we're saying like, "Ah, oh, well, you don't like you know interracial couples or whatever," and like they're going to fucking get super mad at us. I don't think anyone uh, cares enough about us at all to be mad. I think that's one of the great I care things. about you. Welcome to the show. It's your Kickstarter sucks the podcast. Uh, this is episode ten. We've done nine of these bad boys up until now. Actually, it's probably been more like twelve or thirteen. We got a couple of lost Dude, we have episodes. Done, we've done a lot more than that. I would say like we've probably done we've probably done twenty versions of this fucking thing by now. That's a nightmare. Um, <clears throat> and uh, and of course we did one just now, which like I said had to be we had to throw it on the cutting room floor, didn't we, Mike? Look. Um, it's not an it's not an exact science. It's difficult. People don't realize how difficult it is to to actually go through the process of setting up, you know, recording, editing, mastering, um, <laughs> and and getting a podcast out when your co-host has some of the, the most uh, heartfelt, uh, racist, backwards views um, that you've ever really come in contact with about the Jim Crow laws. It's um, just look. It's, it's just... really hard to deal with sometimes. <laughs> When you have to put all this together, fuck off! And all, <laughs> and all this guy can say is, you know, Zion, this, uh, you know, just, I mean, come Look, on. What's in the news? Well, well, actually, that's in the news, right? <laughs> that's that's why you want to talk about that's in the news right now. But actually, we're in the news. Did you know this? Uh, what did what did we do? Did you get your big ass stuck in a tire swing, and the neighborhood kids came around and whacked it with sticks <laughs> again? Yes. Uh, but all, but I'm talking about on the national news. We were we were in the Onion. Oh we yeah, the, the, Onions the AV, AV Club AV Club thing. So we got a good review. We got a good review good. from the AV Club. That was cool to see. I liked. It's I liked kind of that. it's kind of weird when people say, "Hey, your podcast is good," or "Hey, your podcast is funny." Yeah, that's weird to me. And, and you're the man on the inside, so you know how it operates. Yeah, and you're like, this should not be funny or good, <laughs> but it uh, apparently is. So thankful for that. I'm wondering whether it's not just that all podcasts are good, right? Is that possible? And ours is like slightly better, or no? Just it's just the one that that guy listened to. Maybe it's just it's just hey, if you have a podcast, it's good. If you have two microphones, we're going to give you an A rating. It's good. Yeah, yep. I think maybe that's what's going on over there, and I'm I'm happy for it. I'm thrilled to have the uh, the notoriety. I think we deserve it. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to put all this behind me and move on to like bigger and better things. I think that's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you can do. Uh, racism wise in a new <laughs> format. <God> damn it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm excited. For that. New, new frontiers of racism with Mike Hale. We're going to take, I can't even say, it. I can't even say it. We're going to take racism to the next level. You can't say it cause you're too excited about it. I can't say it. Uh, it's like a dream come true. You never thought you'd be here today saying those words. Let's uh let's switch gears here. Uh Syria's in the news. You hear about this? Uh yeah. What else is in the news here? <laughs> yeah, well um 
Uh, news-wise, news-wise. News-wise, um, you got Syria. They're always doing something over there. Then you got uh, the uh, Patreon has almost reached one thousand, the one thousand dollar goal that you arbitrarily set. That's probably the second news story on everybody's. It goes, it goes like Trump, yeah, and then whatever uh, we are doing, mm-hmm. and then maybe some other stuff, what, clown news or something, yeah, some like, local. Yeah, the clownnews dot com. <laughs> the clown news. The clown news. Yeah, so we're almost at the big one k. Yeah, and I'm excited for that because. That's more work for me to do the blog. That's cool. Yeah, the, the thing the goal the goal is to, that we bring the blog back at one thousand dollars per month, which is uh, which was conceived by me, and I want to apologize to you for getting you paid for something that you were doing for free. Uh, so I just want to say I'm sorry. <laughs> I obviously fucked up by getting you paid for it. Um, you are forgiven. <laughs> We can. I'll be happy to let you go back to doing it for free, and I'll just take <laughs> the money, and then. No, but that's cool though. Uh, that a lot of people are like, "Hey, this is good." That I I want to pay five dollars a month for these bonus episodes. It, it is good. Other people are like, "It's not very good," and I don't like it, and I wish I hadn't done it. Um, somebody said that to us. I think somebody <laughs> get my feelings hurt. Somebody said it to you specifically, what, dude. What? No, we have gotten a little feedback about maybe including more Kickstarter stuff on the bonus episodes, which um, is surprising to me because um, when we were talking about this, we almost didn't even have Kickstarter as a part of it at all. We just wanted to goof off and talk into the thing. Like originally? You, you... Yeah, our original concept. I was looking at the original documents for the, the podcast thing. Must have been a real nightmare. <laughs> and uh, they were not good. Not like None of the ideas that we had were good. Yeah. One of them was called this Stewart Rodcast, which was a podcast about Rod Stewart. Uh, but we, the hook was that we would never mention Rod Stewart. Yeah, we came really close to doing that one, which might be like too meta. But uh, it was like, a, it is funny to imagine now the Stewart Rodcast appearing in the Onion AV Club. The Stewart Rodcast, the podcast that is one hundred percent about Rod Stewart. What was the other one? The the Stanley Tucci cast or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we settled on those two guys. It's, I don't know either. Well, I mean, they're our passion, for one thing. Um, I probably can't name a Rod Stewart song. Um, uh, I can name one. Maggie. Okay. And then from there, it's it's all over. It's a shit show. It's all over. I don't know anymore. He's the guy who, the rumor is that he got the cum pumped out of his guts. Yeah, he had a lot of, well, he had a lot of semen in his stomach, and, and that's I think just, we've all been there. He had a lot of it. In that it. is an insane rumor. That's something like you had to piss somebody off really bad. <laughs> so if like somebody makes a rumor about me, they're like, uh, oh, do you hear about Mike? Yeah, he was jacking off yeah. at the store. Yeah. And that's it. That's as that's far it. as it goes. That's but, uh, well, you have had a few people get make up stuff about you. What, you heard some stuff? Oh, no, not if you didn't. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, Rod Stewart, that guy is wild. Yeah, that guy had to, well, the guy had to say, yeah, did you hear about Rod Stewart? First off. <laughs> and then the guy's like, no, I didn't hear about it. What's What happened? Yeah. And the guy's like, he had to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and they had to take a tube and they had to suck all the semen out of his stomach because he had too much in there. And it's like, what's too much semen? Yeah, how do you know what's too much? And the guy's like, it's a lot of semen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that, uh, I mean, of course, to everybody out there who loves semen, I don't want you to be concerned. It's okay to have a lot of it in your stomach. It's fine. It's not going to bother you. Just don't have too much. Just don't have too much. You get a tummy ache. But the idea that um, 
that the doctor would say, okay, uh, okay, what's wrong? Has he, has he been drinking? Is he on any drugs? What are his prescriptions? And uh, how many dicks has he sucked in the last 24 hours? <laughs> it's insane. Like, how would they even get to the point where that was the... Or or the, the cum toxicity has happened so much to Rod Stewart that he knew it going in. Yeah. Like, he had it written down on a sheet of paper, like, next to his Hey, it's me. Keys. It's me again. <laughs> He's calling up. Yeah, they, the paramedics call from the ambulance. Hey. hey we got Rod it's in It's me. Again. It's Rod. Same. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the same shit. Yeah. Yeah, too much cum. That's insane. The guy loves cum. <laughs> well, first of all, the guy loves cum. You got to pace yourself, Rod. <laughs> all right? Like, hey, I I love, yeah. uh, what do I love? Oranges. Oranges. <laughs> but I don't go eat a big bag of oranges. I'm not a, I'm not a crazy man. No. Are you? Uh, have you done that, though? No, I've never done that. You get those cuties at the store? Uh, are you for sale? Oh, there at the store. <laughs> All right, let's cut these mics off. Let's go to bed. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> no, but did you ever do the tangelos, tangerines? Uh, it seems like a lot of work for not a big payoff, like a, a crawfish. Have you ever tried to, or like a, a peel and eat shrimp? Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't have time for this. It's a bummer. So I, I stay away from them. I do it with crab legs though, because they're good enough. Yeah, they cross the line. Crab legs. Good. It's worth it. And plus, you get a little tool, so it's not that big of a deal. And you get a little bib, and you look cool doing it. Yeah, you know what? It's mostly about the bib, actually. It's the bib is number one. I don't really care for the taste, but the you bib. got the bib, you got the bucky, you got the hammer, you got the crackers. I'm just a big accessories guy. Uh, any any meal that's like, oh, you're gonna need all this shit. Yeah, I'm into that's it. Cool. That is cool. <laughs> that is cool. I remember cracking chestnuts as a kid. I'm just like throwing them away. <laughs> not- <laughs> <laughs> Never. I didn't realize you could eat them. I just there was a cool cracker. I just cracked yeah. those chestnuts up. What a stupid kid! Speaking of chestnuts, Rod Stewart is in the news, and this guy <laughs> loves cum. He loves it. Is the idea that it was, um, like it was too much volume, like his stomach yeah. was about to burst? Why wouldn't he just throw up? He just throw up the cum. Just throw up the cum. I'm Rod. poking holes in this whole theory. There's not a lot of it that that floats. No, honestly, none of it holds up. Um, I'm starting to think it's not even true <laughs> with all these <laughs> logical flaws. Hey, look, just take some fucking Epicac syrup next oh, time yeah. it happens. Yep. And just fucking toss your cookies, dude. And or just poop it out. Toss your cummies. <laughs> Get that cummy tummy out of there. Just poop out that cum. But what about uh, Richard Gere? Do you think he was, he was the one with the gerbil? Yeah. And his asshole. Which, um, it maybe makes less sense even than the cum one, right? Well, people do that, I think. No. I think that's based in reality. I don't think You've so. never heard that? Why would that? You've never heard that in your life. Have you ever seen... Uh, I've heard it about Richard Gere. You've never heard people putting like gerbils in their ass? You say heard, but your eyes say seen. <laughs> Concerned that you're asking me if I've seen it. I have but not seen it. It's neither here nor there. Um, but even the circumstances of it are difficult to imagine. It's a, it's you just, have it's to a, grease up the rodent. The rodent a, would be greasy. No, you. So this is how you do it. All right. Yeah. You a little put, too much authority. You put in a your tube uh, in the asshole, which keeps the asshole open. And then in the other end of the tube, you put the little rat or whatever it is. I don't know what they use. Gerbil, hamster, whatever. Uh, and then you, you know what they use. They close up the one side, and they somehow make it. They they say, "Hey, her, 
hamster or whatever the fuck, go into this asshole. I don't know what they do. Well, Maybe there's also heat a, up the side of the tube or something. There's so the also a in there. there's also a carrot up your ass, and you put the tube over the carrot inside the <laughs> ass, and then it goes to the carrot. It sounds like an all day thing. <laughs> I don't have time for this. You need several hands on deck for this. You need like two buddies. Yeah, and the payoff is um, you get a little animal in there scratching up your asshole. Yeah, the that's payoff, good. The payoff, the payoff is that you just uh, jizz, which is I can do that. I don't need anything. I don't need. Tools. I don't need a tube. It's sort of the opposite a, of the crawfish. I need a bib. Corollary. I do need a bib. I'm going to need a bib, first of all. I need my cum bib. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure that I get that. I mean, if you need ass pleasure, I don't know that nature is outdoing what, uh, what we're doing in the dildo factories right now. I just don't. I think we've surpassed. Don't you think? And it's kind of shitty for the animal as well. Oh. I think they die. In your ass? Yeah. So later on, you poop out a dead gerbil. That's there. There was a South Park episode about it. Oh, here the, we go. The gerbil. Here we go. Going through the guy's ass. Yeah. Um, now that's not real. You understand? <laughs> no, it's they're in they're in South Park, uh, Colorado. Oh, it's in okay. Sorry. So you're right. Uh, but he, I think he, I think he, uh, the gerbil dies. Or whatever. I don't know. Well, we'll look into it. Um, yeah, we'll, let's take a break and let's look into. Uh, Let's try it. Let's just try it out. Well, now I've got two gerbils downstairs. I've got I've got two tubes. Okay. Um, I'm like you were prepared for this. No, it just I was for something else. But I mean, if we're gonna, it's, I mean, it's I've, it was for a science project. Yeah, it was, if you wanna if you wanna put them up my asses? If you that's want, fine. Okay, look. If you want to put the animals up our asses, then I'll do. I'll do. It's fine. It's Sunday. <laughs> it's Sunday afternoon right now. It's Sunday afternoon. It's five seventeen. We've got time. All right, let's do it. All right, we'll be right back, right back. With, with more Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast, uh, right after this uh, durable uh, ass break. I honestly don't know how you did that. I don't know either. That's uh, uh, that freaks, that me, freaks out. me out. What were you doing? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Are you getting a feed from somewhere else? How's this happening? That was not planned. I don't know how that happened. That was very freaky, uh, which is appropriate because you were just telling me uh, during the break about uh, about something freaky, something freaky <laughs> in your life. I, I don't want to. Well, I mean, we so we got off. We went down to get the gerbils, and and uh, they were gone. So we came back up here. We cracked a couple beers. And started telling ghost stories, um, as as you as you want to do. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'll get hanging into out, hanging out with your best pal, and you're, you start <laughs> drinking a little bit and telling ghost stories. Hey, did I ever tell you about the time laying in bed together and you tell some spooky tales? Yeah, I mean we're in bed, but you don't have to say that. Um, but we are in bed and we are covered up, and we do have the big down comforter. We've got the five thousand <laughs> thread uh, Egyptian cotton sheets. Um, yeah. I went to go put on a cotton shirt this morning. What the fuck? Those are horrible. You ever put on a cotton like a, shirt anymore? Like a Hanes beefy tee. 
This one was Gildan. Ah, I hate that shit. Get that shit out of here. They're how did not, we wear that for those? Comfortable. How did we wear it's that not, for so long? Those are like the shirts that you find like at a Flying J truck stop. <laughs> the quality of that. Yeah. This feels like burlap. Yeah, w- worse. W- burlap would almost be better. Um, yeah, it really is. It's just, it's just, it's garbage. I don't understand. I think all of our clothes growing up were one hundred percent cotton, yeah. right? Because you'd be so afraid of them shrinking and whatever. That's what cotton is, right? Yeah. It shrinks. Yeah. But now, I don't know what I'm wearing now, but it feels silky smooth. You're wearing silk. You're wearing a silk shirt in the bed. <laughs> well, well, I've got my silk pajamas and my silk robe on in the bed. <laughs> I didn't expect you to. Uh, I'm sure it's a blend. But yeah, tell me your ghost story. I don't, I don't have a ghost story. Tell me about my, your close encounter of the ghost kind. I want to hear it. Why, uh, well, this is appropriate because this is this is the Halloween episode. So this, this is, is going to come out on October thirty first. This is twenty fifteen. Uh, October twenty first, twenty fifteen is when this is coming out. My, I don't, I've never seen a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts. I think it's all, I think it's all a bunch of hooey. You think it's hooey? I think it's hooey. I think it's flim flam. Yeah. And you can quote me on that. I plan uh, on it. That's what this show is. It's trying to capture that quote. Finally, <laughs> my. My grandma and my aunts and uncles and shit, I all believe in ghosts and like paranormal and shit. <clears throat> it's kind of weird, like growing up and hearing about that one, and then becoming an adult and being like, "Oh, uh, it was full of shit." But like, uh, she was telling me one time that she was out in a, uh, they had this house, and uh, she was out on the enclosed porch, and uh, she was doing some work, rearranging some furniture or something. My grandpa was inside the house. And uh, she runs in the house, and she's like, uh, what? What are you doing? Why are you screaming? And he's like, I wasn't screaming. I'm just sitting here reading a book or something like that. And, like, she was, that like, was a big reader. She was, like, um, she was like, I swear to God, I heard you screaming my name over and over and over again. Yikes. And um, he, 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 he did because he was coming. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, he was like. Uh, coming down Rod Stewart's throat. I definitely did not say anything. You're fucking losing your mind. Uh, and, wow. And another time she was, uh, I guess they kept their refrigerator in the basement of their house. Sure. Or super old fucking shit that they did. I don't know. So, and uh, she went downstairs to get a, a baby bottle out of the fridge uh, in this in this old house. And like, the, she opened up the fridge and she said, a baby crawled out of the fridge and crawled across the uh, room and disappeared into the wall. And... uh huh. The fridge baby is what it's called. <laughs> it was like, that's, I mean, that's kind of like a non-believable story, right? Uh, maybe your carbon monoxide detector was not working or something. Yeah. But uh, definitely just non-believable. Uh, aunts and uncles said that they would lay in bed and uh, they would see people in the rocking chair, like sitting and like rocking back and forth. And... Uh, that's their ghost story, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, they skip a generation. So. Yeah, well, I've never, I've never seen anything like that. I think it's all hooey, and uh, but it's interesting to read about, I guess. Yeah. Um. Have you have you ever seen a spirit? Or I've never. Have you ever had... seen an angel, dude? <laughs> <laughs> dude, do you believe in angels? Let's get really into it. Um, no, I never. I I don't. I don't believe. I'm with you. I don't. I don't think any of that stuff is real. I think when weird stuff happens, there is always 
um, an explanation for it. I guess what's interesting to me is just bridging the gap um, because it, it just it just all depends. Like, uh, you know, like like you were saying earlier, sometimes you'll sit there in bed you'll be in the middle of the night and you'll be thinking about shit or whatever. I think if you were so inclined, you could definitely inadvertently convince yourself <laughs> that there was someone sitting in your chair. Um, yeah. Just by the way the light comes in. Dude, I, I woke up one, one time. I was laying in bed with uh, my, my then-girlfriend, my now-wife. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to me. Um, Congrats to Mike. I was laying, <laughs> laying in bed and like, uh, uh, I fucking jumped up in the middle of Actually, I was like, it was dead silent in the room. And then the next thing that I heard was me going, oh, he's coming. And like, uh, <laughs> it wasn't Rod Stewart. <laughs> what it was, was um, I was having like a sleep paralysis dream uh-huh. about my dad being back from the dead. Right. And he was like coming to beat the shit out of me because my dad would beat the shit out of me all the time. Um, cool. <laughs> No, 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 no! I'm just kidding. He was he was coming back from from the dead to uh, I guess uh, see me or do something bad. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, but I was like laying in bed and I could not move, and I could like, I swear to God, it I, it felt real as shit. Yeah, and when I, once you got like, up, you didn't disconnect. Yeah, I was like, um, I I fucking jumped out of bed and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's scary as shit. Yeah, and then I realized, oh yeah, uh, I just had some like bad pizza or something before bed <laughs> right uh, but it's harder to it's harder to come up with an explanation i guess just because you don't want to call people stupid to their faces like you were talking about your grandma had this this really visceral recollection of a baby crawling and going into the wall or whatever that's detailed to the point where you it'd be hard to say to her well look i mean maybe it was the tv show that you're watching yeah you just transposed I mean, what do you what do you make of that? You think they're just you think every like do you think every person is dumb? Um, do you think that our senses are that dull that they can be tricked easily? You think the power of belief is such that it manifests these weird scenarios? You know, we we hear about them and think about them enough that eventually we make them real. What what is the reason? It's, it's weird because she has a, a or she had a twin sister and. Her twin sister had like a dream one time about <clears throat> her her twin sister's husband and like her husband's brother like uh making like a four hour car trip or something like that. And um uh, in the dream she was asked if she wanted to go and she went with them and she got into a horrible car accident and died, my grandma's sister. And then in real life like three days after that dream, they were going to make this car trip. And like, she said no. And, uh, they ended up getting into a fucking accident. So it's like shit like that. It's like super weird, but yeah. there's probably an explanation for it. I don't know. I don't know. It's cool to think about. Well, she guess, was, right? The explanation was she was driving and, uh, she's really, uh, mad and she drove off the road. <laughs> so, so I guess there is an explanation for everything. You know, Occam's razor, I guess is the, uh, and uh, I, I don't know, man. Like that thing about uh, what is it? Like uh, premonitions or something, like, where you'll have a dream mm-hmm. and then or, or like deja vu or something. Oh yeah, I did that. That happened to me when I was a kid. Um, like my mom took me to get a haircut and then dropped me off at at my dad's house, and um, 
my dad and my sister were there in the dream. And I walked through the door and they were like, hey, what happened to your hair? And then like three days later or something like that, like same exact situation happened. Yeah. Where I got a haircut. I walked through the door and they're like, oh, what'd they do to your hair or whatever? And I was like, shit, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I just went through this. My family's my a dream. big asshole. And then they all um, started coming on me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Come on. All right. One part of that was made up. If you know which part of it was made up, go ahead and write into your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. Tell us what you think about uh, Mike's cummy ghost. Um, but let's go ahead and uh, let's dig into our six pack. Mike, um, I've got mine pulled up first. So let me just let me just hit the first one. Um, and yours are less important as well. Uh, so it's, I'm not really in a hurry to hear yours. Um <laughs> But here comes the here comes Mike's computer. Here it comes, and here's the thing that screws up all our audio. No, I, I need to have it for the, I need to have it for the fucking things. I don't, I don't memorize them. Well, let me just pull it up on this end because we know that it's not going to interfere. Pull it up. Okay, I will pull it up on this end. I just don't understand what you're. And pro- we and we won't cut this out either. The stuff we're talking. I don't want to cut this out because it takes so much work to cut stuff out. It really, it's like a space bar, and then select it. Well, I don't have a space bar on my computer. It's a, <laughs> it's a Mac. I don't have a space bar. Okay, Jesus. So, the first one I've got here is the the Living Farms Hive. Um, yeah, you were um, you were playing this for me, and I could not believe it. It is real. Um, so it builds on the concept of you know how. Uh, when you see bugs in your kitchen, you immediately freak out and go to the store and get some stuff to kill the bugs and lead them away from your house. So this does the opposite of that. Uh, this actually comes with bugs that you keep in your kitchen on your counter. Um, and then instead of just throwing them out or killing them, you eat them. So that's sort of the cool thing about this is you get to eat the bugs. Is the Livin' Farms Hive. Live and farm. It's the world's first desktop hive for edible insects, empowering you to grow a food revolution straight out of your kitchen. And this one, I'll just tell you, it got funded. Um, yeah. It's a, so it's like a fucking, it's, what, how many trays? Like looks like a little shitty Rubbermaid <laughs> Yeah, it's like a, the size of a trash can. Yeah. Um, a bunch of trays on it, but it's made for cultivating like uh mealworms that you eat yeah and they're not called mealworms because you eat them yeah, for these a guys, meal these guys these guys heard it and they were like oh shit we gotta make a product <laughs> mealworms mealworms meal and uh yeah it's i they don't i don't know that i watched the video i don't know if they go through the details of like how the mealworms get down to the bottom I think, level yeah, you gotta shake the thing or something but here's the thing right so even though it's not funded it's still crazy to me that people are eating bugs. Like, I mean, I know that people do it in other countries, and it's fine. That's right. Uh, people do it all the time, eat bugs. Uh, and I, re- I respect the intellectual pursuit behind it, which is it takes up less space, less energy. It's very healthy. But the, in the end, you are still eating worms. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're eating a bug, and that's nasty. Um, <laughs> it shows the diagram here. You put the pupae in the top. 
Uh, then they hatch the beetles. They the beetles fuck. So this is like the top layer. You have fucking beetles. Um, they the eggs go through to the egg layer. Okay, you got fans in there. You've got carbon filters. Uh, it says to make sure there's no smell, which we all know that it definitely smells. So yeah, if, um, you, if you have some compost in there with a bunch of worms fucking and getting it on, they're they're gonna it's gonna smell. That's Sorry. an interesting. Uh, myth that they sell to the people who want to eat bugs <laughs> is that your house won't stink. Hey, this is actually not only is it healthy to eat bugs, but it's it's cool. It's sleek. Yeah. And it doesn't stink a lot. Yeah. That's a cool pitch. Something tells me that if you're the type of person who's uh, paying $500 to eat bugs, your house already stinks. And you're not going to mind. You're not going to mind a little uh, dirt. Yeah. Oh, smell. dirt. Oh, no. Yeah, I think you're fine. Um, the intelligent system of sensors and heating elements controls the microclimate for ideal growth and health. That sounds gross. Uh, every tray has a bottom with louvers, which you can open to let the worms fall into the separation area. So now you're also like you're going worm by worm to figure out what the what the a, fucking worm you can eat. It's a so it's a worm tower. It's the worms wor- collect at the bottom. Yeah, it's it's like Mega City One for worms. Fish fish them out. And then you, uh, then you wash them off and put them in your salad or something. And or maybe, my, or maybe don't even wash them off. You know who cares? Here's my question. Your life sucks, anyways. Here's my question: uh, Are we fucking? Are we that? Is it, are we that fucking? Are we that fucked up right now? <laughs> are we that bad off as a fucking society where we have to eat bugs? We have a McDonald's on every corner. Yeah, and you saying that makes me want McDonald's. <laughs> But this is definitely people who are just eating bugs and mixing it into recipes and like, I mean, it's cool. And it's so much money. It's cool if you want to like be self-sustaining or like, uh, yeah, uh, you know, start your own fucking garden or something like that. But that's that's part of the pitch, right? You can't start a garden if you live in the city. But if you live in the city, you probably have enough money to eat actual food. Or go to a restaurant where they'll cook worms for you. I don't think I'll ever eat uh, bugs. Never? No. I don't... Yeah, it's. I mean, it's definitely gross, but I did... Um, I guess we should point out at this point that these gals are European, so maybe they're they're smarter than we are. Different culture. Maybe they're, like, more fucking... But they're German. Expensive. We're dipshits, and we're from, like, fucking the Midwest. Yeah, we're, we're buttfuck morons. And My we mom does not eat sushi. Nuggets. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. She doesn't eat sushi. She hates... She's like, ah, I don't like sushi. Yeah, when I take her out on dates, she never wants to get the sushi. It pisses yeah. me off. Hmm, didn't know that, but <laughs> uh, she's like, um, I don't like sushi. I don't like raw fish. Yeah, it's like, mom, there's a lot of different kinds of sushi. They don't have fish in them. Her main problem is that the Japanese people have touched it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's just race. <laughs> <laughs> she is actually. I'm sorry. She is actually. Yeah, she. I mean, she is. Yeah, she's pretty uh, violently racist. Yeah, I mean, she. Uh, I think everybody's parents are racist. Yeah, but yours really take the cake. I've noticed. Um, those guys really they're 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 some bad folks up there, so, and their son's you, bad as well. And uh, so, but, <laughs> are you are you gonna are you gonna buy this or what? I'm definitely gonna buy this, and I'll tell you what. Um, it is weird how much money you could give them without actually getting one of the nasty uh, bug chambers. You could you could give up to two hundred dollars. And all you get is an online cooking session where they show you how to uh, cook insects and turn them into to delicious meals. Like the the idea of eating bugs is is fucked up. 
Like, if you could separate yourself from that, I think you would be fine. Maybe that's what they did. But for, like, launching a product specifically for this purpose when it's, like, maybe start off a little bit smaller than that. Maybe send out, like, a couple of dried worms. That's your business. Yeah, like like Blue Apron for bugs. Yeah. Bug Apron. But making this whole thing, you're going all in on bugs. Or HelloFresh, Hello Bugs. You're making a commitment to eating worms. Yeah, you know, it's like this is uh, like I've always wanted a Vitamix blender and it costs less money than this bug house. I'm never going to buy a Vitamix blender because it's so expensive. But at least you put fruit in it and if there's a worm in there, you clean it, you know. But this one, you put fruit in it and the worms eat the fruit. By the way, you could just eat the fruit. You could just eat the fruit. Um, yeah, I saw the I saw the video where they put in like the quote-unquote compost the vegetable ways and she's putting in like pieces of carrot just eat the carrot and don't don't eat the worms yeah but it doesn't um doesn't have that great wormy flavor <laughs> again maybe maybe just one of those things that's not for us it's maybe definitely not Europeans for me are like wild for this shit like, maybe we're like oh we're super into eating worms if that's the case good good luck i when i went to thailand one time i asked uh, my wife's relatives um who uh they live in, they live in the Bangkok area. So, uh you know, having seen Andrew Zimmern and Anthony Bourdain and thinking that I was therefore educated and cultured, I was like, "Hey, can I have some of those famous bugs you guys love to eat over here?" Um and uh and first of all, they were like, uh, "No, that's gross. Um we don't eat bugs. Uh, that's really weird that you would even ask, honestly." Um but then uh the the like you know, we had one of those early those terrible early flights where you wake up like 3 a.m. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that in the, like her cousin who had gone out to some like festival or something the night before in another town uh, had come back with some massive fried crickets for me just as a lark. Like, oh, I yeah. remember when he said that he maybe wanted some bugs. So I'm going to bring them home for him. So I was up at like 3 a.m., uh, just showered, just brushed my teeth, tired as all get out. Uh, about to shoot on this cricket about to load into the car to go to the airport no one else is up it's totally dark uh all i see is uh, a bag of fried crickets on the countertop and these things um are not like little jiminy crickets um these bad boys look like fucking palmetto bug looking things oh my god did you did you eat one uh no i took one look at it and retched <laughs> And left the house um, because that's disgusting. It's gross. Uh, the legs were still on there, and yeah, uh, you got to take the legs off. They were huge. They were they were bigger than my middle finger. I had no interest in chowing down on those at all. Uh, they looked like cat turds, and uh, and they had sat out on the table all night. Which I don't know. Maybe if I'm gonna eat bugs, maybe they'll just be <laughs> fresh. But I didn't want to like hop them in the microwave. You know, in my microwave bugs. So, uh, so yeah, bugs are gross and don't eat them. Um, even people in Asia think that's weird. So, that's my... But they eat, like, fuck it. They eat some weird stuff over there. Uh, we Fermented had... eggs. Uh, we, we were in the uh, very normal part. Yeah. But, yeah, there is some, there's some stuff going on over there that I think we should all take a second look at. But, uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I think they're fine. Um, there's a good video on this, um, and I'll, uh, I'll put it up on the uh, Patreon page. You can check it out. It's a good video. It's like four minutes long, and uh, she really doesn't make a good case. Really for hot ladies. 
in this video. Some good looking German gals. But they're eating bucks. So it's like, ugh. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> you know when Donnie Trump was on that bus and he said, sometimes I just can't help myself when I see a beautiful woman, I just like just kiss him. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it changes the calculus at all if you have to imagine the beautiful eating, woman with a mouthful of bugs. He's just eating one big worm. I mean, I don't want to sound like a real uh, piece of I'd give of her shit. a cheek kiss. Still, I'd go in for the lips and I'd say, oh yeah, you just had um, like a big bowl of bugs. I'd make her drink, take a drink or something and swish it. Swish that mouth out, girl. You know? <laughs> tastes like an earthworm. Yeah. You, you, yeah, girl, you taste nasty. Yeah, so... <laughs> That's Living Farms. They got funded big time. Uh, $145,000 worth of bugs. So, good for them. That's an insane amount. Some good cash. Some good cash. So, uh, this is, uh, this, uh, so this is great. It looks great. <laughs> yeah, this is actually it makes me mad. <laughs> on, like a, on like a fucking certain level. Because it's like, you, you ever know anybody who was like, uh, thinks like a fucking mustache is funny? Like the sh- the mustache shape, just the shape of and it. And they love they love that. They, yeah, the guy who invented lift, I think, also had that. Like an incomprehensible thing to think is cool. Yeah, and they fucking think that it's really great. A must uh, like a mustache, and they get the little mustache tattoo on their finger, and they hold up the the finger. Like, I have a mustache now, and that's the entire joke. Just the worst people imaginable. Um, along the same lines. Trying to hold my fingers so you don't look at them. <laughs> this is called mustache monocles. Something we had on the blog before, but it's like, um, it's basically a little wooden mustache that you hold under your uh, your nose. You hold it with your nose and your lip. And you, I guess the point of it is that you you take a picture and then you lose it, uh, <laughs> toss in a drawer or something, you never think about it again. Just a shitty product for somebody who has no sense of humor or, like, the worst sense of humor possible. Yeah. Somebody who loves, like, Chris Hardwick or uh, Big Bang Theory. Thinks it's super fucking funny. It's a, it's a wooden mustache. But don't go. <laughs> With a, you know that show? With, a, uh, like, a pull chain type fucking uh, thing on it. It's attached to, like, a, a quote-unquote monocle, which is just a, a wooden coin. And uh, these two things go hand in hand to make you look like the biggest dipshit on earth. So that's that's cool. Um, For the low, low price of $20, you too can become a dipshit. <laughs> so exciting. Uh, it did not get fully funded, as I, as I recall. But no. it did raise $5,000, which is, which is amazing to me that that would happen. But... Some people work very hard and earn $5,000 in a year. Yeah. Some people do like a podcast and get that much money. Or well, we don't have to. But, <laughs> I'm sure uh, some people deserve it. I mean. Uh, <laughs> no, but this is this kind of stuff, this ty- this like subset of humor just enrages me. I don't know why. It's the cards against humanity corollary. It's like a, it's like people who think that they're funny, but they're not funny. Yeah. And I'm sure like some dude who's like way more funnier than me is going to hear me saying that and be like, this guy thinks he's funny, but he's not. Yeah. But the but for the current level that I'm on right now, yeah, I'm looking down on these guys, and these guys are not funny. We're it's we're on a pyramid. We just have to understand we're on a pyramid, and there's a lot of folks below us, and there's a couple people above us too. I mean, that's 
you know, some of the funniest people out there. Not not a lot of people above us. I think that some of the you know some of the funniest people out there right now that I love and and look up to and respect. I mean, Don Rickles, um, <laughs> you know, Bill Paxton, um, you know, some guys that are just so fun that I love. <laughs> Same people who died. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> No, I, I never got into uh, Don Rickles. Did you? I mean, he's a thousand. Uh, yeah. So I uh, I thought he was funny. You know, I would see him on late night and stuff, um, where he would come on and just not care. I, I thought I, when I was like That's I, funny. when I was coming up when I was a kid, I was like, I would see Don Rickles and um, uh, Sam Kinison. Oh, Sam Kinison was never good to me. And I would be like, uh, so what's the joke? Are they just a prick? Is that is that what the joke is? Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, Bill Hicks is also same way to me. Yeah, I never got into Bill Hicks either. Um, but maybe, maybe it's like a situation where we think that that's not funny, but it is funny. Some kind of fucking inverse funny pyramid that we're on. Oh shit! We're we're thinking about it too much. We thought we were at the top. Now we're at the bottom. We're at the bottom. It's an inverse pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> the reverse funnel system. Uh, no, but this is funny. Um, this is funny, yeah. This is good. It's mustache monocles. Uh, shitty product. I hate it. So Mike loves the mustache monocle. Uh, I think that was clear. I think that's what he was trying to get across in that last... Is that right, Mike? You were trying to say how much you liked the mustache monocle? Yeah, it's in like a roundabout way. I was trying to endorse it. Yeah, you're trying to endorse it. I was it, trying to say that I love it. So I've got one coming up that's pretty good. I actually do uh, love it maybe almost as much, if not slightly more, than you love the mustache monocle. And I'm going to let the video... Uh, explain the concept of the product and we'll we'll get back in here and, and talk about it at great length because it really deserves our attention so uh take it away austin rose welcome to my kickstart project video i lost over 65 pounds sitting on my ass Yes, I did actually. And I wrote a book. It's called The Self Aware Diet. Nobody bought it. Uh, except Alice. Alice bought it. She did amazing. She's a very dedicated person. She only bought the book a couple of months ago. This is not all from my book. But once she bought the book, her weight loss accelerated. Oh my goodness. I can't believe that the incredible results this woman is having. Good job, Alice. Thank you for buying my book. Uh, so, with that in mind, only one person bought it. I think I'm going to change the name to Sitting on My Ass Diet. And what other way to introduce Sitting on My Ass Diet than Sitting on My Ass in a recliner in my kitchen. So, with that in mind, I'm going to rewrite the book. Um, there's lots of good information in here about what to eat, to miraculously transform your body into a healthy human being. I had a numerous amount of symptoms that if I actually listed them all, we'd take a lot longer than this, what video would be necessary. Okay, so I think this guy's drunk. Um, well, what, what part of the video clued you into that? <laughs> the fact that he's sitting in a recliner in his kitchen? Or the fact that he's... Just pissed off that nobody bought his book. Screaming about his ass. <laughs> Listening to uh, You Don't Know Jack FM in the background. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And it's in Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> what? Sure. So it's a diet book. It's a diet book, which he already admitted that nobody bought. Um, but he's he's reconfiguring it to be about sitting on your ass, which is good. Um, there's going to be videos available because he's going to do an app as well for the sitting on my ass. So the, the, the point of die is everyone comes and sits on your ass. <laughs> and they just squeeze it all out, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, um, I, this is in his own words here. What I mean by clean ingredients is all ingredients are organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, yeast-free, vinegar-free, soy-free, peanut-free, dairy-free, beef-free, corn-free, citrus-free, canola-free, maltodextrin-free, dextrose-free, caramel color-free, uh, acid-free, GMO sugar-free, imitation sugar-free, <laughs> right. high fructose right. corn syrup-free, and natural flavor-free. Um, and so basically, you're just going to eat bugs. <laughs> think, um, it's, it's a they partnered with the fucking the bug thing they're partnered with the bug thing you sit on your ass and you eat bugs and they just come in and they sh- shove the bugs down your throat while you're sitting on your recliner in the this kitchen. was so this was not successful right this one didn't work zero bucks out of fifty thousand seven hundred and ten dollars strikes two strikes two strikes for this, strikes for this con well, not for him for the concept you know um i would say that one mistake this guy made is including in his... A picture of his ass. A, a big picture of his ass spread open. That's a problem. <laughs> I think when you're doing this kind of thing, you shouldn't break out that you are um, allotting some of the money to go to Kickstarter for their processing fee. Yeah. I think maybe that turns people off a little bit to think that you can't just pay the fee out of the massive amount of money you're asking for, but instead that you want them to throw cash on top of it to pay for the fee as well. This is really your project. He says, I'm just managing it for you. He does say that. Um, he also says the, the cost of ingredients for recipes, 50 recipes at a hundred dollars each, a hundred dollars for one recipe. And then also the professional cook is $7,500. I feel like, why would you need a professional cook to cook the, (laughs) I think maybe he's fudging these numbers a little bit. Something doesn't add up here about the sit on my ass diet. And it's probably not just that the sit on my ass diet doesn't make any sense. Um, I've done a lot of diets in my days. Okay. Um, sitting on my ass. Not one of them. I would recommend. You wouldn't do that one again. No. You've been doing that one for a while and it hasn't. 32 years. I've been doing that. <laughs> Uh, so what did you do for the first five years of your life? Uh, paleo. <laughs> I did paleo. Uh, he says... Ate like a caveman. After this is very successful, he wants to implement the sitting on my ass diet to um, emergency services like EMTs, firefighters, uh, yeah. uh, civil services, U.S. military. Mm-hmm. I think it would be great to have the Army implement the sitting <laughs> on my ass diet. You know, uh, you know how all those guys are always priding themselves on sitting on their asses. They're just sitting around. They're just sitting around, um, and that would go over really well, I think, to say that. So, so ambition not not a uh, not a problem for this guy. Super ambitious. Yeah, you uh, got to give it up to him. Lofty goals. Yeah, There's a lot of it planned out. Um, did not did not make that goal, however. Well, the, the, no, let me see. The goal wasn't zero, was it? Because that's. <laughs> I can't remember what was the I'm not really sure. 
but yeah, he really broke out a lot of goals here. Um, for five thousand dollars, you would get it's called the Austin for ninety days package. So you could be him. Okay. For ninety days. And what is what does that entail? Well, you get the book. Um, you get your book, your name in the credits of the book. Um, that's it, I guess, right? Well, just wait. There's more. You also get to submit recipes. Hmm. If I, I think if I were going to submit recipes, seems like uh, seems like you'd almost want to get paid. Well, I think I think maybe if if I were wanting to follow a diet plan, I wouldn't submit recipes to the diet plan because obviously what I'm doing is not working very well because I'm on the fucking diet plan. So, well, yeah, but he goes on to say that you'll need a webcam um, and a microphone, and then he's going to, he's going to tape you making the recipe and the interview with you as to how you came up with the recipe as well. And you get to submit a minimum of 12. So once you pay $5,000, you have to do a bunch of work. Once your check for $5,000 clears, then you get to work uh, coming up with yeah, this guy's... Better hammer out those 12 recipes. And the cool thing is, is you already know how much he values the recipes at, about $100 a recipe. Yeah. And he's only going to get 50 of them, and you're providing 12 for $5,000. So basically, all he needs is to get five suckers to give him $5,000, and then he has all the recipes for free. The rest is just profit, baby. It's just gravy. It's just non-GMO, non-sugar gravy, you know? Seems like a good scam. Of course, then you get a VIP admittance uh, to the first ever Sitting on My Ass diet event mm. where you'd oh, have yeah. exclusive access. Uh, of course, there'd be a party with videos from the recipe DVD, special appearances of yet-to-be-determined musical artists. Um, he's got a DJ and a house band in mind, but he, you know, he's open to suggestion who you might want to see at the Sitting on My Ass diet event. Um, and you would probably want to go ahead, according to this, you'd need to submit your opening and main act suggestions with the recipes that you submit as well. <laughs> so you're going to have a thick packet here of 12 <laughs> recipes. Um, you your, know, your opening act. Your opening act. Your monologue. Your main act. Your, uh, your house band. Do <laughs> you have anybody in mind? Um, maybe he's basically do all the work. Maybe he was being more literal than we thought when he said, it's our project. Yeah. He's just managing it. Maybe the sit on your ass diet is just him sitting on his ass. It's like a diet for work. Yeah, he sits on his ass. And meanwhile, we watch one of the 10 copies of the DVD of the book that we get. Um, you know how books come on DVDs. Um, so that would be cool. Plus, you get a sample of Austin's organic trail mix. And that's only for five grand as you get a sample of trail mix. Let's see. Plus, you also get exclusive lifetime VIP access to the Saturday webinars to discuss sitting on your ass and losing <laughs> as much weight as you want. Uh, of course, you need a webcam again. Uh, he says, as so we can discuss cy cyber face to cyber face. Okay. Cy <laughs> cyber face. Am I reading this wrong? Cy cyber? Am I, cyber. Am I out of my mind right here? Or does this say cyber face? Uh, whatever. Maybe he's. Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> uh, the webinars are going to be two hours long, uh, but you. This is this is this is awful. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at these rewards, and there's like a a page and a half of just fucking text of this crazy person rambling Whoa. about this fucking this shit. He's trying to make like a fucking 
it seems like he's trying to make like a, a diet revolution. He's thing. skipping like to he's, step a thousand. Yeah. He's like, he's like an, God bless him. He's an entrepreneur. Oh right? yeah. Or is he a wantrepreneur? But he, uh, he's like or putting it all somewhere. out there. Right? It's, it's too much. It's a bit much. Well, can I, can I, finish? is it too much for me to keep going about what his rewards let's, are? Let's, let's, let's do it. So after you communicate cyberface to cyberface. Um, these are the Saturday webinars. Of course, you're going to be talking about the growing uh, issue of rapid health decline of the masses. Like I said, those are going to be two hours long, but they could go over. So you're going to want to schedule extra time just in case the uh, <laughs> the Cyberface webinars go over time. Um, you, you also need to, I know this is a bit much, but you're going to have to submit your concerns, questions, and show ideas with guest speakers in advance, and he's going to prioritize those uh, for his show concepts, um, and, and, and he'll schedule you accordingly. Uh, finally, he's going to work with you for four hours uh, via a video conference room, All and this is going to be one day, so you block off a whole day uh, to plan out your diet. You have to be patient. You have to have a webcam and a microphone This is like This, this is well. like reading uh, the Unabomber Manifesto. <laughs> This is so long. There's so much in this. Well, and, and not only that, he's also going to work with a direct family member in their household for four hours <laughs> via a video conference room. Okay. Uh, and you got to be patient here, uh, but you also need to have a webcam and a microphone. You might need to get a separate webcam and microphone for the other household. Might, I mean, you might as well get a new computer while you're at it. Well, lastly, he's going to work with us for 90 days via a video conference room. Uh, with daily 15 to 30 minute check-ins during your sitting on my ass 90 day challenge. And you, you need a microphone and a webcam for this as well. So uh, definitely talk to this guy for 30 minutes a day, uh, every day for 90 days. Uh, that doesn't sound like a total nightmare. Uh, or you could just uh, eat more vegetables. <laughs> Maybe just join a gym. Yeah, but I mean for five grand, you know, <laughs> I don't know. How much is a gym membership? It's got to be like six grand. Yeah. It's, so you're just saving. You're saving a grand. Right saving there. money there. So That's sitting on my ass. Um, Oh, this one's good. Yeah? <laughs> Does it sound like a question? Were you asking me? <laughs> no, it's not good. <laughs> Look, this is called perfect fantasy. Now, when you, when you hear that, Jan, yeah. you might be like, oh, wow. Finally, my perfect fantasy is coming true. Perfect fantasy. I get to have a podcast my, with my best buddy. My pecker is hard. Well, and my balls are moving around. Your, your balls are moving? I don't know. What do they do? <laughs> what do they do down there? What are they, what are they getting up to? Um, this is called Perfect Fantasy. Uh, toilet non-paper with pockets. Although it does say on the video, toilet paper with pockets. So yeah, maybe a little branding kind of confusion. Mixed messages. Yeah. Maybe uh, some ESL stuff going on. I don't know. But perfect fantasy toilet paper. Um, this idea has already been made and brought to market. Okay. But these people are trying to kickstart it for some reason. It's basically a mitt or like a, a it's a it's a couple squares of toilet paper that you break off. And uh, it fully encompasses your hand. So you don't have to worry about. I don't know what you do when you go to the bathroom. Do you fold your teepee? You fold your teepee over a couple of times, or do, do we want to get into this? Right now? We want to ball it up. Uh, yeah, I'm a folder. Um, fold in neat squares. I've, well, you know, approximate. I approximate squares. Yeah. Um, I fold it up a few times. Get a couple of uh, 
of two ply sheets in there, fold it up, and then throw that in the garbage, and then just stick my hand up my ass, and then just rub it around. Um, because for me, that's probably the main thing is just to feel that <laughs> shit on my hand, all over my hand. You can't. I don't trust toilet paper back there. <laughs> I only trust the bare hand. Yeah. Well, how else are you gonna know what you're doing? You know. Um. It's like it's like would you you gonna put blinders on while you wipe your ass? That's what you're doing with toilet paper. This this idea already came to market a while ago, like years ago. Invented by Bill Gates, and that's how he built his fortune, <laughs> I believe. This uh, this idea was uh, it's not perfect fantasy. This idea was already invented. It's called shittens, mm-hmm. and it sounds like something I would make up for real or fake. Laugh about for a very long time to myself. We'd have to re-edit it a bunch of times and uh, cut that out. And you'd start talking about the Irish scourge <laughs> again, and we'd have to. Um, but that's the 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 real shit's called shittens, and they are like disposable mittens that you use to wipe your ass. And it was on like Shark Tank and shit, yeah, or something. I don't know. And uh, but it's like a legit product, and this is this is trying to ape that, I guess. Um, but it's made like. Um, the product ape. This is called Perfect Fantasy, and it's the same exact fucking idea. It well, is. Um, well, maybe it's not though. Yeah, oh, it it is, and it's a uh, <laughs> it's just toilet paper that you you tear off and you put your hand inside the pocket of the toilet paper, wipe your ass, right? And you, so you still do wipe your ass. Yeah, they haven't uh, licked that part yet. <laughs> But you you put your hand in the pocket, you wipe the ass, um, and I I guess you can turn it over and then wipe your ass again. I don't know. This is um, I don't understand how it's better than just regular toilet paper. I guess it cuts down on. They're trying to cut down on waste, right? They're they're trying to cut down on waste, but also they're according to this, they're trying to make the process of pooping more sanitary. Which okay. But they're kind of marketing it as uh, if you use this, you don't have to wash your hands. Um, It says, Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) We only claim that if you used our product correctly by placing your hand in the toilet paper pocket before wiping your ass, what has fecal matter, it will 99% stop fecal matter from touching what hand. It says before wiping your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it really does say. It's really great. Before wiping your ass. um, It's kind of... Let's let's just hey let's get down to brass tacks here. <laughs> Look, we're not. You're gonna wipe your ass with our product. Yeah, this is not daughters of the American Revolution. I always over here. admired um, Charmin's Twitter. Account. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they just don't give a shit. Yeah. No pun intended. They, they don't. They don't give a shit. They, they wipe just, the shit. Uh, they just talk so straightforward about just wiping your ass. They're big into ass wiping. They like it. I like those cute bears too. They're pretty damn um, cute, but uh, so you. I think you're able to not wipe your hands or not wash your hands when you wipe your ass. That's a plus with this, and it also it stops Ebola. It says here, so I hate Ebola. And yeah, that guy sucks. You know, I hate that guy. Um, Real piece of shit. Yeah, it doesn't. It's one of those things. that doesn't really solve a problem, but but not only doesn't it solve an actual problem, it's already been invented and uh, brought to market. But twenty one dollars. Raised uh, out of the ten thousand dollar roll, it's kind of low to me. Seems low to get an industrial size product off the ground. You have to get like a factory. You got to get employees. You have to source like materials. You have to uh, what, get machinery and. You got to get asses to test on. You got to rent out a few asses. You got to get a test ass. Yeah. 
you got to, uh, <laughs> yeah. Seems very low, $10,000, but God bless them. Well, hope, $21 seems hope even they, lower. Hope they make it. Uh, zero seconds to go. Uh, so good luck to Perfect Fantasy, which is not a porno name. It is a uh, thing to wipe your ass. Maybe consider a rebrand on that. Um, <laughs> okay, finally for me, I've got the Taste Made Tiny Kitchen Stove First Edition. According to this, uh, the number one request we receive from our tiny kitchen fans around the world is, where can I get a tiny kitchen stove? Let's talk about what a, what what that is, right? What I, a tiny kitchen is. I've been on Facebook and Instagram. This guy knows all the social media sites. Uh, Name a few more. Uh, Friendster. Yeah. MySpace. Yep. Um, Hot or not. Scrapper. Bing bong. Ninky. Um, Looper. Uh, look... But you ever see those videos where people are making incredibly tiny food and it's like it's like sort of interesting if you're taking like a crap and you're like, I have nothing better to do. The only version of this, I you, you bring up taking a crap, the only version of this I've seen is in Jackass 3 where uh, <laughs> there's the tiny bathroom. Yeah. But you the don't. The camera's like really zoomed in on yeah, it. Yeah, it's forced perspective on the bathroom where you don't realize it's tiny. You think, oh, I wonder what they're going to do in this bathroom. I wonder if Bam's going to come in and start hitting his dad or something like that. Uh, and then and then a giant turd plops down yeah. from above onto the toilet, and you realize, oh my god, you know this is just a tiny bathroom. Did that hurt when you fell on the toilet? <laughs> um, but like, no, you'll see those videos every once in a while. Where people making tiny food, like tiny pancakes or whatever. Fucking supposed to be like twee and cool and cute or whatever. Fuck. And did this you see a lot of this when you were in Brooklyn? Is that where you? Because I've never <laughs> seen this. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I did. But this is the same thing. They they got. Evidently, a bunch of requests to make to make a, a stove that people could buy, so they could make their own uh, incredibly small food. Inedible, just stupid bullshit. Yeah, um, I don't understand why you would want to do this. I, I mean, I, I guess it would be kind of fun to do it like one time, and you'd be like, "Ah, oh, look how funny this is." But buying a product that you are that you're going to use like and reuse doesn't seem like that's going to happen because these these people these are the people who made this thing popular right they are what taste made is taste, the company name? taste made yeah so, so it's like uh what are you going to do like make uh are you going to start making your own videos or yeah. like you i don't know it seems silly to me and it cooks off of a tea light which if you don't know is a tiny little piece of shit candle <laughs> Yeah, with, with no smell, uh, no <laughs> redeeming qualities at all in that candle. But you 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 open the door of the oven, you put the fucking tea light candle in, and it heats up and it makes your small ass food. And you can post it on Instagram and people will like it and they'll think you're really cool. Um, but that's the entire point. Yeah, I liked this better when it was called the Easy Bake Oven. Hey! And when it did not require a shitty little tea light and you could just plug it in. And also, um, it actually worked right, and you didn't have to cut up carrots into tiny, uh, minuscule sizes. Um, this sucks ass. I hate it very much. <laughs> do and, you th- do you think it's going to get funded? Well, four hundred and sixty-eight dollars. I would have said no, and then I watched this video where they claim they have hundreds of millions of views. Yeah, and it makes me wonder. So I'm going to play it uh, now. We'll see how how popular they say they are. I think. If you'll pardon the pun, I think this video series is pretty big. <laughs> right? 
Thank you. Okay. We created Tiny Kitchen as an ode to our love for Kauai food. We first heard about the tiny food movement from some of our taste-made Japan colleagues and quickly fell in love with the artisan craft of cooking tiny food on a dollhouse-sized set. The creativity, discipline, and meticulous attention to detail were both inspiring and incredibly entertaining to watch. In November of 2015, we aired the first episode of Tiny Kitchen. The pilot episode was Tiny Burger, posted on our taste-made Snapchat Discover channel. After its success, we created a few more episodes and posted Tiny Vegetable Curry and Rice on January 26 on Facebook, where it went on to get 39 million views. At this point, we knew we were onto something special. Over the course of the year, Tiny Kitchen would take the world by storm. The pilot series would go on to become a full-fledged show, airing on all of our Tastemade channels on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, as well as the Tastemade app and website. And it has its own dedicated day on our Snapchat channel called Tiny Kitchen Tuesday. Holy shit, it has its own dedicated day on their Snapchat channel called Tiny Kitchen Tuesday. What the fuck? I could see this being one of those weird Japanese things. And that's what it and says. That's, that's where they got the idea. From, they stole right? it. Um, cracking some cans over there, huh? Uh, this is a diet water. <laughs> um, but it's like one of those like obscure Japanese. Like You ever see the Japanese things where they wrap adult Japanese businessmen up in these like bundles and they, <laughs> they leave them alone. Like some oh. weird Japanese thing or like, uh, I was watching, um, I think it was an idiot abroad. No, it was the moaning of life okay. right, with, uh, Carl Pilking. Yeah. So yeah. He goes to Japan or something like that. And he's, uh, you can pay someone over there to cry for you. It's one of those like weird Japanese things that like doesn't really translate yeah. to America. But apparently, uh, they got like fucking millions of views, so they'll probably sell out of this fucking thing. This is going to get funded. What bugs me about this uh, is basically everything, but also <laughs> that um, they stole the idea from Japan, and then some guys in Japan sent them all of the stuff required to do yeah. it. Yeah, like the little tiny knives and stuff. You're giving your secrets away. They don't even. <laughs> these fuckers didn't even come up with it themselves to be like this sub Buzzfeed. Uh, food clone, and uh, and of course, and and then always comes back to um, no matter how uh, pop, how no matter how many AV Club articles uh, we get in, which by the way, we're open to interviews, um, profiles, whatever you want to do, AV Club. Uh, it doesn't matter because stuff like this will always be one million times more popular than our most popular creative output. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's. Because it's like shared by moms and stuff. Right. That's right. Moms are super powerful, dude. I need a powerful mom in my life to boost our podcast. I need up. a powerful mommy. Um, no, but it's it's true, right? Like you're just like a fucking Facebook turd, and you're just watching all these fucking videos scroll by on Facebook, and that's your life. But that's I think that's what moms excel at. Maybe, moms are really good at that. Maybe maybe you just insulted a bunch of moms. We're going to get yeah, letters. Uh, fuck moms. <laughs> moms are no good. They're bad. I love mommies. Um, and I love the tiny kitchen stove. The tiny kitchen stove. $468 out of how many dollars? 50000 50000 It will get funded. 28, 28 days, days to go. I don't know. That's a you tough one. Let's That's... keep some tabs on this. Let's come back. Let's keep a tab. If you Let's guys come back um... in 28 days. <clears throat> 
Uh, we, we're going to forget. I've already forgotten. I've definitely forgotten. But if you guys want to hit us on Twitter with hashtag Tiny Kitchen, uh, let us know um, at your Kickstarter uh, whether this gets funded or not. Because uh, it's depressing me too much. I can't look at it anymore. So I'm going to click it off. Oh, uh, it's only like 20 bucks to get one of these pieces of shit that doesn't do anything. So uh, if that makes you feel good, then get it, I guess. You know, we all have yeah, to. You can cook one whole worm on it. <laughs> Which is, I think, the great selling point. Yeah, from uh, from farm to table. <laughs> That's the great thing about it is. All right, so uh, last one. Mike, uh, this may be the most depressing one of the show. Yeah, this is this fucking, this is a doozy and a half. This is a doozy. 1.5 doozy. doozies. Um... Reusable and recyclable paper plates. Perfect. Now, JF. If only we could extend this concept to toilet paper. <laughs> you're always going on about how you hate throwing out paper plates. You hate throwing out paper plates, but you also hate washing dishes. Well, here it is. It's the paper plate that you don't necessarily have to throw out uh, because it has a plastic cover over it. A bunch of plastic covers over it. And you just peel off a, a layer uh, at a time of your your paper plate. So you have a paper plate with a, a bunch of plastic covers that are supposed, you know, like the food saver things that go over the bowls, right. Of salad or something like that. Of course, same concept, uh, but it's for a paper plate. Even sadder than that, it's like a so it, <laughs> so stupid. The concept, I guess, is that you you hate throwing away paper plates. So you use these things instead, which is, which is, it's a, it's an okay idea, right? In theory. What's the theory? In theory, it would be like, you don't want to waste stuff, okay. but you, you are <laughs> wasting something. You're, right? wa- you're wasting this plastic. You're wasting more. Sheet. If anything. Yeah. Because so he it, shows the food getting crumpled up into the little plastic. Yeah. And then thrown away. It says recyclable paper plates. I don't know that there's a payoff on the recyclable part. Is it that you wrap up the plastic and throw that away and then you recycle the plate itself because it's clean? I think the idea is that you keep one paper plate with like maybe 30 of these fucking sheets on top of it. Oh, yeah. You know how you can go to the store and buy one paper you know, plate? You, you know how you get one paper plate and uh, it lasts a long time because it doesn't get, you know, because well, you're, you're not microwaving it. You know, you're yeah. not putting wet food on um, it. Um, <laughs> well... My question is, why wouldn't you just like fucking pour all of your food into a big bag or something? Just yeah. you're you're already sad. There's nothing. There's nothing worse. Your what life's you, pretty bad. Yeah. You're too good to eat out of a, just a bag. Come on. No, I mean, why don't you? Uh, why don't you? Yeah, why don't you eat out of a trash bag? Um, yeah, and then you just when you're done, you just take it outside. You're cooking. You know, you're cooking your fucking mac and cheese, pork chop, or whatever. Fucking. Yeah. Just toss that bitch. Into the fucking big hefty bag yep. that you already have a bunch of broken glass and stuff in it. Just eat it out of there. Because who cares anymore, you know? Who cares? There's a war in Syria. Yep. World War Three is about to start. Yeah, probably. Who, who gives a shit? Yeah, it's over. Uh, this did not get funded. Well, I got five bucks. I got five bucks so far. 28 days to go. It's a great... 29? It says 29. <sighs> 29, 29 days to go. Are you Okay. <laughs> Sad. It's <just> 29. <laughs> I can't read that. Uh, it was 14. It's very Look, look, look. A bunch of days ago. Uh, I don't think this will get funded, though. But he only is asking for 2900 bucks. I mean, it's conceivable. If this guy's got a good Facebook reach, you know, maybe he gets this. I don't. 
Look, it got $5.97. If that tells you anything. Well, come on. If that tells you anything. Come on. Who's the guy who donated 97 cents to it? Remember, this is the thing where it's the currency that's different? Yeah, well. Now my joke doesn't work, JF. I'm sorry for stepping on your excellent currency. (sighs) All right. Well, um, I, I I do not think that this will get funded. Well, that's too that's bad. That's just my theory. That's too bad for the environment. Because um, you're not saving any time. You're not saving... You're not saving any fucking... You're not saving anything. You're not saving the environment. You still have to buy these things. This is, uh, this is what he says. Risks and challenges. Competition with other paper plate products is the biggest <laughs> challenge with this project. Uh, people might thought grease would go through over the sheet, but totally it won't. <laughs> I have done the test and it works. He's having a stroke halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Okay, this is tough. On the manufacturer in China, they might use bop film instead of baking oh, sheet shit. in order to fully attach to the plate. Uh, and functions and purpose of bop film is the same as the baking sheet. The only difference is the bop film can be attached firmly on the plate while baking sheet needs paper glue. As long as the functions and the purpose of the plate is the same, we can use either baking sheet or bop film. So hoping for that. Hope for the bop film. You want the bop film? Hopefully, right? I don't know. I might want the baking sheet. Oh, we're going to go at it now. Uh, Baking sheet or bop film again. This is one of those great moments in the podcast where we have our our spirited bop film baking sheet Uh, debate. No, this is trash, though. Uh, yeah, it's garbage. He says, I came up with this idea because I had a hard time finding time to wash the dishes while taking care of my little two kids. And this guy's Canadian, I, and he and he talks like a lunatic. So um, kudos to him for Look, overcoming man. his mental illness. Look, man, like um, paper plates are like $5. Or a thousand. I mean, they're, they're not expensive, right? Just quit fooling around. If you just want to make a paper plate, just say, I'm going to make a paper plate that's like recycled paper or whatever, and just do that. That's fine. That's a totally fine thing. I don't personally use paper plates because, uh, you know, I'm an environmental ally, um, so I don't do that. But if that's uh, if that's what you want, you know, I eat bugs, and I cook them on a tiny stove. But if you... You eat, you eat bugs, you cook them on a tiny stove, you serve them up on this shitty plate. We have a real... All these go together. Very synergistic, yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah, if it weren't for the fact that these failed projects spanned from 2013 to the present day, then it would Nobody knows that. None of the readers know the dates on these, and that's kind of the cool thing. All of those classic readers of the podcast. (laughs) Fuck. You know how they're reading it. All right, fuck off. All right, fuck off. All right. That's it for the six-pack. Did we even actually say the words six-pack before we fucking started this piece of shit? I don't, I don't think we did. I don't know, man. That's tremendous. Uh, so that's the six pack. Who um, cares? Goodbye. No, wait. We're not. <laughs> we, no, we're not going. Um, we're not going goodbye yet. We, um, but we will take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll finish up on what do you say the mailbag? Um, yeah. And then we'll. Uh, then we'll cook up some worms and then we'll and then we'll be done for the night. Yeah. Bye. You're, don't say bye. Goodbye. Stop saying goodbye. goodbye. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll be right back in uh, uh, just a minute.
Time for one final segment on the show, and it is called... That's Where You Come In. That's Where You Come In. That's Where You Come In. And we're not talking about Rod Stewart's stomach. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. So this is a reader reader mail segment. It's a reader mail segment. If you want to hear your missive if read. You want to, if you want to hear your, your, your email read by what? Uh, up to 20 listeners. You want to hear it read? read to you want to really talk about how many listeners we have? Let's get mm-hmm. into it. <laughs> Let's get into it on the show. Let's talk about how many listeners we got on the show. Uh, 22. 22 is the number. God bless those guys. We literally have thousands of people listening to this. Is that not um, That's stupid. bad? Let's read the, the first email. Okay, first one's coming from... Z- this is from Adult Friend... Why is that in your email? <laughs> AdultFriendFinder.com right, You're looking at the wrong... <clears throat> uh, this is from Zencaster. It says here, missing payment <laughs> method. And uh, first time, long time. You're let's, missing skip, your critical- let's skip that one. Okay, we'll come back to that one. Uh, so we had a, we had a Patreon post. Kyle Moore says, really liking this Gary Anderson guy. I want to hear more from him. Ah, oh, dude, that guy is a riot. That guy's a riot. I don't know if anybody followed him based on our recommendation, uh, but the guy's a hoot, and uh, it seems like maybe he's just getting started, but he's actually been in the business for a long, long... He's just long, getting on Twitter, He's right? just getting on Twitter. Social media is new to this case. He's just telling the water. Gary Too Funny, G-A-R-R-Y, the number two, uh, F-U-N-N-Y. Check out some of his japes, his he's jokes. super funny. Not so much funny on Twitter. I'm sorry, Gary. You need to step it up. But uh, I listened to the part when he was on. Yeah. You know, oh, you did? Up. Okay, yeah. Um, super funny. I love his stuff. Well, let's see if we can get him to go viral. Yeah. Um, we'll say, wouldn't that be fun? Let's give him the Your Kickstarter bump. Uh, let's get this guy viral. I think he would really love that. Um, let's see. Next up, uh, this guy says he likes the podcast. This guy named Ethan. He says, uh, I really enjoyed the podcast. Just subscribe on Patreon. Thank you, Ethan. Gotten some friends hooked as well. Looking forward to many pleasant commutes. Uh, he's kind of rubbing it in that he's got a job, which... Um, friends. Got some friends. Okay, I got friends. I got a job. Uh, P.S. Let me know if you ever want some music. And he gives his SoundCloud link here at SoundCloud.com. I think this is an ad. I think we just got spammed. Um, so big shout out to What's Ethan. What's the SoundCloud that link? Ethan, What's his name? Ethan Helm. Ethan Helm. SoundCloud.com. Ethan Helm. Free plug for you. 20 to 25 listeners at any given time, Ethan. Uh, we will look into it. Hey, this is uh, he's from New York City. Do you Did you know him? Yeah, I knew Ethan. He and I grew up on Main Street in New York. One two three Main Street. One two three Main Street. He was he was one two four. So we okay. grew up right beside each other. Old 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 friends. We would always we would always uh, ride the famous New York subway, and uh, we would go uptown to Coney Island. Oh wow! And um, did you ever go downtown? That's what I've always wanted to do. We would go uptown, and we'd have to go downtown. Sure. And we'd go, you know, Statue of Liberty. We would go to yeah. see the Big Apple. Uh, Ethan's super, super nice guy. So That's so cool. I would love to have that experience of just being... <laughs> New York's basically just a big neighborhood. You know, everybody kicks their door open. Hey, how you doing? Borrow a cup of sugar, you know. 
there's so much sugar going back and forth between houses up there. It's like, hey, where does the sugar come from? Um, and that's what I like about it. You know, that's what I think of when I think of New York City. It's the sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's take the next one here. What do you say? What do you say about this one, Mike? You want to read this one? Uh, yeah, I'll read this one. Why don't you get your reading glasses on, you old bitch? Well, don't 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 call me that. Um. This one's from Nicholas. He says, hey, love the podcast. So this last Sunday, I was dying of food poisoning. Well, rip. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Nick. Our friend Ethan. Nick, Nicholas, sorry. <laughs> Ethan's still alive, right? You know him from back in your New York days. Uh, Ethan has passed away. <laughs> he ate a bad worm and he got sick. Uh, I was dying of food poisoning, so my pop-pop was picking me up from my apartment to go see a doctor. And before pissing... Passing out before passing out, and while right before coming into Rod Stewart's mouth, and whilst hallucinating, I thought it'd be a great idea to play the latest episode. No, don't do that. (laughs) Play the latest episode in the car, Nicholas. No, with my pep pep. (laughs) He says, uh, so so I can catch him. He says, oh, he likes Shark Tank. This is basically the same thing. Yeah, the the only difference between that is that we're slightly less rich. Just a little, a hair less rich than Mark Cuban and those fellas, but it's close. Um, Well, this was also the episode with 30 minutes of Jesse talking about jacking off and pushing you to constantly talk about it. And boy, oh boy, was that a shock to wake up to. So Mike, please try to keep Jesse under control. Maybe cut his Patreon bucks. And keep it safe for 60-year-old Italian New Yorker years. Nicholas, thank you. Hey, and I'm I, jacking off over here. And I, I will. Thank you. He gets a little carried away, but uh, it's all in good fun. Glad your dad uh, liked it, or if he didn't like it, thank you for keeping that to yourself and not telling me because that would hurt my feelings. Um, I don't remember it being me talking about jacking off oh, yeah, and then trying to was. get you to talk about jacking you off. You were super psyched about that. That's... uh. That's not hot. Hey, Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about jacking off like I'm a sideline reporter? Hey, Mike, tell us what was going through your head when you were jacking off. Well, I was just uh, I was in the zone and uh, <laughs> I was in there and I Come was on. pounding away at that motherfucker. And I, I didn't I, do I, that. You know, it's all about I brought my A game this time and, 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 and I put it all on the table and uh, a lot of cum came out. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right, we got a comment on our episode uh, last week. We talked about something called the toasters. Yeah, and this was your fault. You <laughs> fucked this up. I mean, let's no. Just... This is this is fucked up because I was going to blame this on you, and it was going to be funny because I was going to blame this on you because it was my part of the six pack. So let's do that instead, Jesse. I can't believe I can't believe you put me up to uh, talking about this last week because come to find out. The Kickstarter that we featured in last week's six-pack. Of course. I know the one you're talking about. It's called The Toasters. Sure. And it was a fucking April's Fool. Well, uh, that's my fault, and I apologize profusely. Yeah. Thank you so, for bringing it to my attention. So Let's move on to the next email. Ian says, I looked the creator up, and he's a comedian. He posted the, the Kickstarter at March 31st. So, yeah, it's a joke. We got had. And uh, I put that blame squarely uh, on you. So, and I accept it uh, completely. <laughs> so, thank you for the good joke. Now we are moving on to 
Uh, let's see. Oh, oh, yeah, this is good. We got um, we got our message here uh, from our second place winner uh, giving us his address. We got to send that stuff out in case you thought we forgot. We did. Why is the second place winner? Why didn't the first place guy get it? Uh, yeah, he did, but he. I think he sent me a DM. I'm not sure. Okay. I think I've got his. Now oh, here he goes right here. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The first place guy. He <laughs> says, "Hey, that's awesome. Do you guys have any issues shipping to Canada?" Oh no, that's fucking fine. Hey, what is it like six bucks more or something like that? Yeah, Jesus. I mean, I made a money here, buddy. If you're gonna enter a contest in the U.S. and you're from Canada, I mean, what are all these numbers on his fucking address? I mean, I don't want to give out his address, but what the fuck is this? I'm sure it's fine. Hey, I need to ship that out too. So thank you, Matt, for for reminding us. So I'll ship that out. To well, you. it was only we three days to, ago. We should, we should ship the, something out to the second place guy too. Not the third place guy, though. Fuck you. Um, but the second place guy should get something like a pair of your underwear or something like that. Are you fucking kidding? Wouldn't that be nice? Don't well, this you, next one says... You, okay, just so everyone knows, the second place and third place winner prizes were already decided. Do you not remember that? I don't remember that. I don't pay attention half the time I'm in here. I'm fucking loaded like 90% <laughs> of the time I'm in here. All right. so I don't remember. I'm going to write this down on a little <laughs> sticky note and put it on your shirt. And when okay. you go home, <laughs> your wife can read it and tell you what you need to do for tomorrow. Right. Okay. That's but that dumb. stuff is going out tomorrow, right? Yes. I will get it in the mail. Don't look at me like that. I'll get it in the mail. And when you say get it in the mail, you're not talking about blowing a load down Rod Stewart's throat, are you? <laughs> Get it in the mail. The, ma- <laughs> the mail. M A L E. That's yeah. funny. It is funny. Uh, uh, um, bitch. All right. Hey. Uh, this guy says. Oh, my guy's wow. name. Her name is Jenny. It okay. says it right there. The female. Okay. And I'm not talking about Rod Stewart's throat getting Jenny, blasted. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jenny says, "Hey, I hey, I love your podcast." Asshole. Uh, Gary is a nice addition to the show. Anyway. Here's the links to some Kickstarters I came by. And she sent some links. Thank you. Um, that's really nice. That's We would love that if people would send in some Kickstarters. That actually would be great. I don't like doing work. Yeah, I know you don't like doing work. Actually, I'm a great worker, but yeah. I mean, cut, you don't. cut down on a lot of... Uh, P.S. is Mike's Teen News possibly making a comeback in 2017. Uh, I don't remember that. Don't remember what it was. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember it? Yeah, you do. Come There's on. some goofy video I made. Come on. Hey, you made some funny videos. Come on. I guess, it, I guess it went viral and got like six million views. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I mean, it's not, I mean, six million, four hundred eighty-six thousand, three hundred twenty-five. Hey, views. but who's counting? All right. Next one we got. I don't know if you want to say it because it's not his real name. Yeah, I'm not going to say that because I don't know how to pronounce it. This guy says, uh, hey, maybe you could... He's on Twitter, so just follow him on Twitter and it'll be fine. Maybe you could bake a loaf of bread during the podcast and then eat a slice before the show ends. Another idea would be to talk about your favorite breads. Um, I think there's another show that does that. Yeah, it's the... What is it? The Bread Pod? The bread. It's called Breadcast. It's called... Well, the Flower Hour, you dipshit. called The Yeast Show. Um, that podcast is good. It's funny. It has some funny people on it from Twitter. Oh, I don't know. I was only on the pilot episode, so I'm not really sure. But yeah, you're a pilot, dude. <laughs> ah, damn it! What? I was on the. I was only on the episode about pilots <laughs> and piloting. 
Uh, as, as we got some positive feedback from uh, our friend Taylor McKinnon, who says, I literally cry with laughter over Crazy Big Muscle. Um, crazy Big Muscle is serious. I don't know what you got out of it. That was funny, but <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, uh, here you go. This is addressed to me. Um, it's from Tyler. Tyler says, uh, please don't use my real name. All right. Uh, <clears throat> oh, fuck. This guy's name is... Uh, Smiler. Uh, Smiler. <laughs> Smiler writes, um, I've been catching up on the show, and I, I want you to know that I, too, sit on the toilet and piss, born out of the same logical progression as you, cleaning the piss off the floor. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, he also says he has um, a life outside of the internet, which is something I've never heard of. I don't believe. But... I don't I don't pee, man. I don't pee sitting down. Maybe I'm going to switch it up. Am I wrong? Am I, the, am I the odd man out here? Am I the fool? The April's Fool who's just standing to pee all the time. You've had a 32-year-long April's Fool where you're standing up to pee. It's one hell of a joke. But, um... You should give credit to this guy for giving you the uh, toilet paper idea. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Matt. Now he's going to be, like, listening to it. He's going to be like, Jesus, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> they, said, they said the name Matt. Yeah. It must be a real thrill for him. That's me. He's telling all of his friends. He's yeah. saying, that's me. I'm the Matt. And they're like, yeah, it could be any Matt. Yeah. And he's like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, send in your social security number and we will read that out on the air to prove. Yeah, Matt sent in, Matt sent in the, uh, the shitty uh, turd pocket toilet paper thing. So thank you, Matt. That was very nice. Uh, let's see. What's the link? Uh, Kay writes on our Patreon page. What is the link to the band camp for the outro music in episode eight? I'm either hearing the name wrong or have no idea how to spell it. What what do I what do we use for the outro music? Oh, Craig's thing. It's Mini Mula. M I N I M U L A. I didn't come up with it, so don't blame me for how stupid it is. Is that on episode eight? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it is. You're gonna look up our podcast right now. Is out, is huh? episode eight the one where you were absolutely blasted yeah, out of your gourd? Know. Let's just move on to the next Next question and see what that is. I kind of think that was the one where you were out of your mind on whiskey. Is that right? Move it to the next one and see what it is. Let's see. Fish flip. Fishy flip. Fish flip was good. I was uh, good on that episode. No. But that was that your friend Craig's band. uh, Yeah, it's Craig. It's my friend Craig Dickman, who I've known for years and years and years. Good guy. He makes music under the name Mini Mula. Nobody cares about this. Let's move on to the next. Well, this guy cares about it. It was, it was good. Fucking, it was a good jam. And it was good of all Craig to. All right, all right, all right. I'm just, I'm downplaying it because I'm insecure about your fucking friends' music. Yeah. It's not even your music. I know you had nothing to do with it. You piece of shit. Well, now you're making me feel bad. So let's go on to the next one here. And you know, and I what... met Craig, and he was a nice guy. <laughs> and I will say that I, you know, when I first found out that Craig. And your other friend, Mark, were going to be the best men at your wedding, and I wasn't. I was a little bit miffed, but then I met Craig and Mark, yeah. and I said, you know what? These guys are good guys, and they're going to be the best men at my second wedding when my wife divorces me after she <laughs> uh, hears the podcast. So um, so I'm looking forward to, to hooking up with those guys again. You want to talk about your wedding a little bit when you cried during it? I don't want to talk <laughs> Can you fuck off? <laughs> Go to the fucking next <laughs> There's no way to untangle all the uh, I know. lies I see you on the show. Jesus Christ. People are going to, I'm going to have like a mythos now. People are going to be like, they're going to make, the a, they're gonna make a wiki about it. Be like, Mike Wiki. Cried at his wedding. <laughs> it's the Irish. Yeah. It's all of it. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, and and uh, Eric points out. Um, yeah, we are very close to the Patreon level where the blog comes back. Uh, what's next for the YKS boys after that historic milestone is achieved? Uh, what is next, Mike? So we, what is it, like $1,000? We said we'd bring back the Your Kickstarter Sucks Tumblr. And I can't remember. Did we already say this earlier, or was this on the one we deleted? I don't remember. I had too many beers on it. So we were going to bring that back at, at the $1,000, but at the $2,000 level, Jesse. Two grand. What we're going to do is, uh, if we get $2,000 a month, we're going to start making good episodes yeah. of YKS. It's time. So... But not until... Until then, you're just going to get more of this bullshit. Not until then. So um, look forward to that. So tell your friends. Just uh, contribute to Patreon. Patreon.com. Kickstarter. Blah, blah, blah. Tell friends. And uh, a very special, <laughs> this is where you come in, uh, shout out to Adam Kozage, who uh, has written in, as far as I know, every episode so far, he which I a, appreciate. He is a, a YKS Platinum member. He's the YKS super fan right now. Everybody's got to have a super fan. Uh, we appreciate him for writing in and giving us stuff. He says, the dog playing with a bone segment may be the best one so far. Could you please make this a recurring segment? Yeah, could we get um, some more episodes where we're recording in your kitchen and your dog is constantly dropping this gigantic bone on the hardwood floor over and over again? Can we possibly work that into the show somehow? Well, I wasn't going to brag that I have a hardwood floor, but it is... <laughs> Uh, that baby is real hardwood. Um, laminate. All right. So it's not laminate. Um, <laughs> um, all right. So that's it for that's where you come in, uh, and that's it for the show as well. Mike, did you have any? Um, this is cool. It's uh, you know how you listen to a lot of podcasts, and at the end they'll ask the guests if they want to plug anything, uh-huh. and we don't have any guests on here because we're antisocial and we're bad at planning. Yes, I know that. So, do you have anything you want to plug? Um. Yeah, check out Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. Great. Super good. Uh, and I'm going to plug uh, my Twitter feed at DogBoner. Uh, check it out. Um, search some of my past posts, like the one where um, it's subs versus... It's <laughs> subs versus dogs. It's, the, it's <laughs> backup <right>. sandwiches. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, how are you? And that's going to be our outgoing. Goodbye. Goodbye. Music for today's episode of Your Kickstarter Sucks the Podcast is produced by Mark Brendel and Toothpaste for Dinner's True Toothpaste. The track you're listening to right now is by Mini Mula, a project from Kreb Digman. You can find him on Bandcamp at minimula.bandcamp.com.